Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Thank God for all of our other programs that we have. And we have all these and we have them in our, this church and we need those. But the number one program we need is to get people born again. Keep them from going to a devil's hell. Welcome to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Today you'll hear more from Ken Hagan on his teaching, Gathering the Harvest, The Last Days, on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Ken Hagen for today's message. We need to get a compassion for the lost. I know my dad, before the Lord told him to go teach my people faith, he was an evangelist. And he had a consuming desire that people not go to hell. In 1945, 46, and 47, he put them big old gray, big old gray speakers on top of the car. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Drive through the streets of the city and say, come and hear me tonight. I went to hell. I'm going to tell you how not to go there. And those, you know, those, we didn't have the mega church they have now, you know, those Pentecostal churches, if it's three or four hundred, it's big. But we'd have, we'd have, the house would be full, and windows would be in the summertime, the windows would be up, no air conditioning. There'd be as many people outside as there was inside. And he would get up and he'd say, I know there's a heaven, I, I know there's a hell to shun and a heaven to gain if I'd never read my Bible. And then he would, he would tell his story of how on that 23rd day of August he slipped out of his body and he went down, down, down until it was so dark that you could cut it out you could cut a chunk of it out with a knife and I descended down, down, down until I saw the flames those orange crest flames and I came to the bottom and some creature grabbed me by the arm I never looked to see who it was but in, and I started toward those gates and as I got to the gate I stopped to put up a fight because I knew if I went through I'd never come back and a voice spoke from on high and it shook that place like a leaf in the wind and I was pulled back into the shadows and I rose and I came up I talked to my grandmother I said where's mama he said she's outside hey, I'm going again grandma I'm going again he went again he came back the third time he started down and he began to scream God I belong to the church I've been baptized in water and nothing there but his own voice echoing through the cavern of the dam. The same experience. But then he was, that voice spoke. Had to be God's voice. And pulled him back up. And he said that he came, when he came into his body, he picked up his voice and he was pray, praying at the loud, top of his voice. And he was born again that night, the 23rd day of April. 
1933. A few months later, he came off of that bed of affliction preaching. And the man at 16 years of age, and the man never did anything in his life except preach. His one compelling desire was that people not go to hell. Friend, I want to tell you, we got, there is a hell. It's real. I realize in, today, in today's world that you're not supposed to talk about hell. Don't make people feel uncomfortable. Brother, they, brother they, one of these days when they die and leave this place, they're going to they're feel the fire of hell, the torment, what the Bible says. There is a heaven. I want, I want to see somehow get re-stirred in you that compassion for people to be born again, saved. Thank God for all of our other programs that we have. And we have all these, and we have them in our, this church, and we need those. But the number one program we need is to get people born again. Keep them from going to a devil's hell. Matthew 24, 14, and this gospel of the kingdom will preach in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then will the end come. When he would preach that message, I'm five, six years old, seven years old. We would have a church full of people, the windows open. People are crawling through the windows. People are crawling over pews, running to the altar to get saved. I still, every Sunday morning, I give an altar call and I call people and I say, well, don't embarrass people by calling them. The Bible says if you're not willing to acknowledge him in front of people, he won't acknowledge you. And we hardly, and it upsets me when we have a Sunday when nobody comes, but we hardly ever have a Sunday. And the church people here, they'll tell you, we hardly ever have a Sunday that we don't have at least one to three people come. And sometimes we got... 10, 15, 20. Give altar calls. So many of the churches today, and even, I'm sorry to say, some of the Rhema churches do not give an altar call. They tell people, if you want to change your life, there'll be people at the back that you can talk to. Come on. Get a compassion. God wants us to quit bickering. Quit being so concerned because somebody else comes start a church in your city. I guess I'm going to say it. I may, I may lose some people, but that's all right. I get so disgusted. They call in the RMA office. So-and-so coming into my city and starting a church. Well, have you reached them all yet? <laughs> no, I don't think people should start churches on top of one another. And I don't think people that was a, on an associate or a pastor uh, should go and start a church in that town. But if somebody else come in, hey, <clears throat> do you ever notice that all kinds of restaurants go in. 
hey, there's enough sinners to go around for all of us. The problem is that instead of when they move into town and start the church, they don't go after the sinner. They go after the people that's already in that church, try to get them to come to their church. And that's where the problem starts. We've started a Raymond over in Oklahoma City. We drive over. I, I, I want to do it live. I don't like that video stuff. So we do it on we do it on Sunday night. Come and enjoy Sunday morning on Sunday night. Me and Craig one's there to preach. I've got thousands of people on a mailing list. I did not send one advertising piece to the people in Oklahoma City. I took some flyers and went in a five mile radius of where we were going to start the church and let them know about it. Because why do I need to send something to those people that are on our mailing list? They're already going to one of those churches over there. I don't need to steal them out of there. I need to get people that are not going to church. That's what you do too. I'm going to tell you what, I just got bold here lately. And I'm, just, I'm just walking where sometime where angels fear to tell, but I ain't taking it back. <laughs> Somebody told me, said, man, you're very authoritative. That's right, I'm going to be more authoritative. <laughs> the enemy is doing everything he can to get our eyes off of Jesus and off of what we need to be doing. You know? getting us so involved in all kinds of programs that we get our eyes off of the gospel. Now, there's nothing wrong with the program, okay? I got them here. But you can get so programmed up. Maybe that's not good English, but anyway, I wasn't an English. Hey, uh, math and English was not my subjects. <laughs> history, and, history and science, that was my subjects. But we can get so eat up with programs that we get away from what we're supposed to be doing. And that's winning the lost. Winning the lost. When I was growing up, they used to have a phrase called win the lost at any cost. Now I realize that some people get upset with some of these people because they're trying to win a generation differently. And this generation likes that to rap junk. <laughs> it don't it, it don't get me at all. I got grandsons that like it. And some people say, oh, well, Christian rapper. Right here, we got one, Ray McGrath, right here, Big C. <laughs> he is trying to reach his generation with the tools that he can use. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. If you'd like to find more life-changing resources, then visit rhema.org. 
That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Right now, I want to tell you about this month's special offer, Lynette's Bargain Bag. This special bag has four audio CDs from Winter Bible Seminar 2015 and a DVD from Kenneth E. Hagan, which has never before been released until now, entitled Bringing Back the King. Also in this bag is a CD from Ken Hagan entitled Gathering the Harvest, The Last Days, Lynette Hagan's message on changing the condition of the church, Craig Hagan's message entitled Stay with the Branch, and the last CD in this bag is from Denise Burns, Ken and Lynette's daughter, Navigating the Seasons of Life. These four CDs and a DVD normally have a retail value of $36.95, but we're offering this special bargain bag for only $19.95. That's over a $10 savings. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagen. And don't forget, we have Rama Bible Church there in Oklahoma City on Sunday nights at 6 p.m. 8921 Northwest Expressway. And so if you are in that area, come and check us out. Call now and ask the operator for this month's special radio offer, Lynette's Bargain Bag, one DVD and four audio CDs. Call today, toll free, 1-888-FAITH-99. That's one 1- 888-FAITH-99 or visit rhema.org. Tomorrow on Rhema for Today, we'll continue Ken Hagen's life-changing message. That's tomorrow on Rhema for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagen.